Hello and welcome to A Space for Oddities. Woohoo! Mama! Hello. We are on the last episode of the season. Oh. oh. It's kind of a yay for me because of becoming a new parent. It's a lot to juggle. Um, so mm. it's good to take that time to recoup. Just a breath of fresh, fresh poop. Just to smell mm. the poop mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Sample Do you know what? It, His poo doesn't smell at the moment. What's, what's he eating? Is it just milk? Yeah, so it kind of just comes out kind of milk smelling. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, you could put that in your latte. But b- before we get too deep in this, uh, we deep. should we should explain who we are. Who are? Who the bloody hell are you? Well, today I am the teacher oh. and I am Vincente. Vincente, is this when you battle Zorro? Yes, uh, me and Zorro have got a long-running feud. He does the Z in the wood mm. when he swings his sword, and I do mm. a V, and it's faster. He doesn't like it. Yeah, it's one less stroke, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. I've got three, so I'm pretty screwed. I'm, I'm Katie. 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 Yeah, you're, you're, but yours could be kind of like, and then you do like, mm-hmm. so you could still... be two, technically. You could make a K into two strokes There's of a sword. There's three movements of the hand. Yeah, mine's just... Exactly. It's like it's a, tick a tick mark. Yeah, just exactly. a big old bloody tick. Um, well, latching on. today I'm going to etch into the tree the letters I, K, E and A. They're all good, strong letters to be etching. There's no roundness to no. be faffing about and with. And that spells Ikea. Ikea. Well, yes, I was going to bring that up. The actual pronunciation is Ikea. As they always say in the adverts, Ikea. It's wonderful every day. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's always a good, good slogan. Always good adverts. Yes, there's one running at the moment with like buff teddy bears. Oh my Have God. Have you seen that? No, I don't, I oh, don't have a, a thing that has adverts. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, it, well, I watch a lot of YouTube and that advert comes up on YouTube every the now YouTubes. and then. The YouTubes. The YouTube. The YouTube. Daddy. Oh, I... Pfft. But anyway, Unlock. it's great. They're like um, <laughs> they they try and keep the family together by like crushing phones in their bare hands Aww. and like standing guard at the door the and bare stuff. Hands. But they're like buff. Bare hands. They're the bare. They're bare bare hands. They're the bare bare hands. Buff teddy bears sound lovely. Yeah, it's like surely they're gonna have to release this as an actual product now, like a mm. six foot buff teddy bear. <gasps> yes. It's kind of like the sort of um, the non. Weeb version of a body pillow. I was just about to say, like, oh, my waifu. Yes, you'd be like, oh, my teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Go, Ikea. I mean, already we're off to a flying start. We are. Off we to really a flying are. start with this, Ikea. This episode, as it's the last of the season, I want it to be a little oh. bit of a fun one. So it's got a little bit less structure than we normally had. I'm just going to sort of flow, flow through the states. Ooh, Lose yourself in the furniture, the flat pack, the moment. Well... I've got a little description for you. You know I like reading my descriptions. Oh, yes. The Swedish pa- furniture powerhouse. Power. That also sells hot dogs. I'd, meet, I'd say meatballs were more famous. Well, yeah, but like Not that's, that's obvious. Like if you say furniture and meatballs, you're like Ikea. But like there's no one else in the space being like furniture and hot dogs. <laughs> like how did that, <laughs> how did that like, decision come about? Like who in the board meeting sort of was like, right, now we've done great on Mirrors this, this quarter... So what I'm thinking is ice cream and hot dogs as you're about to leave. And you can't pay for them with money. You have to buy a token at the counter and then use the token in the machine. What? Every, uh, is that, that's how you get your... Is if, that how when, you when you're leaving, a hot when, dog? When you're leaving, yeah. If you want a hot dog mm. or an ice cream, you have to pay for a token and then you take the token to the ice cream machine or the hot dog machine. Oh, my word. They'll give you a hot dog over the counter, but you need the token just to dispense like onions. 
Oh, oh does the token look like dog. a hot dog? No, the token's just a small coin. Oh. I think it's like about the size of a five <sighs> pence piece. With f- That's small. That five is, P is yeah, yeah. small. That's... I, I have been in Ikea and I have watched a small girl get past a token and then instantly lose it. I was going to say that no, they need to be looking at more two pound size. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to, I'll write a message to Mr. Ikea. I don't know if I've ever explained this to you before, but I own a five pound coin. A five pound coin? Yes. How much is that in true worth then? It's still in tender, so it's still technically worth a fiver. Um, My great auntie Betty bought me and my sister one um, many years ago. I, th- I think it was actually, I think they stopped them in the year 2000. They stopped producing them, stopped oh. minting them. And my sister was born in the year 2000, so I think that's why we got them. Yes. Have you got it in a commemorative velvet plastic casing? Yeah, it is. It's kind of um, it's kind of in like a shrink wrap plastic. <laughs> uh, and I, I've, like never, I've never actually wanted to spend it because I've never heard of anyone else that has one. No, no, that's something... That'll come into value one day. One day, hopefully. One day. One day you'll fly away. <laughs> With my, like, little five-pound coin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brunched in between my fingers like a cigarette. Well, when the apocalypse happens, it will suddenly transform into a flying beetle. Yes. And you'll stand on the back of that flying beetle and zoom off to the moon. Like Bug's Life. Yes, exactly like Bug's Life. Yes. Well... That was quite the divergent from the, uh, <laughs> he was, he from the main storyline You mentioned here. at the top that there wasn't a structure, so I was like... <laughs> Woo, let's take it away. Let's really go for it in the first five minutes. So Ikea, I would say, is synonymous with modern life. Mm. You know, everybody knows Ikea. I would suspect most people have been to an Ikea. Or own a piece of Ikea furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a big thing about people calling it crap furniture, but I love Ikea furniture. I have no issues with it at all. I, I, my, well, no, I got an Ikea bed and I don't know whether the Rumpy Pumpy was too powerful or oh, I didn't, wow. put, I'd, or I, if I didn't put it together well, because it said it needed... You broke a bed with Rumpy Pumpy. <laughs> well, I don't know because it, it disintegrated over the course of a few months. Okay. It was... And wait, but like, is your is your rumpy pumpy regular rumpy pumpy, or was oh. it irregular but fierce? During that point, it was regular and fierce. Right. Okay. During that period of my life, your rumpy pumpy sounds more interesting than my rumpy pumpy. <laughs> if it's regular and breaks furniture, I don't know. I think it was because I didn't put the. I don't know. The bed wasn't very well constructed. I put it that way. It was well, like twenty five quid. I've got an IKEA bed, and that bore a child. So it's doing all right. That's doing all right. Yeah. Maybe. No. Wait a minute. No. It, it conceived a child. Um, I, well, I did think. I, did, I, I was like, like oh, I didn't ga- know she had a home bed. Yeah. <laughs> My wife wasn't like pushing him out on <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I'm watching Call the Midwife at the minute. And so. and we have an IKEA cot, so oh. so we have two IKEA beds in the house. We used mm. to have three of them, but we gave that away. Yes, I've got IKEA shelves, which yeah. are going strong. Actually, yeah. I'll give them credit. They're going strong. I've got an IKEA sofa. Um, mm. Ikea garden furniture. Uh, well, oh, uh, oh, I did have a poang for a long time. Oh, do you mean a poang? Poang. Yes, they are great, but very dangerous on carpet. If you lean them forward. <laughs> yes, you go for 
one Christmas, my grandfather Frictions. launched himself across the front room. Oh, no. Because he, he leant forwards to get his drink, noticed he was coming off the chair and tried to rectify himself, but kind of ran a little bit like the anime run, like hands <laughs> behind his back with his head forwards, ran through like oh, through the front room, mate. out into the corridor and brought himself to a stop at the like bookcase in the oh, study. that's good control, though, actually. Well, he hit his head and then brought himself to a stop. Oh, right. He, okay. He kind of just Naruto ran right across. God, Poang did not want him to be there. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the thing I really like about Ikea is I, I think it's great. I enjoy mm. everything I get from there, but I don't know the names of any of the furniture other than the ones that have an easy pronunciation like the Billy Bookcase. I was just about to say, the amount of Billy Bookcase in my mom and pa's house mm. is intense. It's intense. Why is it so English, Billy? Billy. The, no, I bet. I know that Bila means car in Swedish. Well, Billy, you know, it could be a Swedish name that we Billy. snaffled. Yeah, it could be, couldn't it? I yeah. mean, there's, uh, as English people, we have snaffled a lot. All our language is largely snaffled, is it not? So I, I want to give you some history as we're talking about the history uh... of England. Um, I've got a couple of Swedish words to uh, really struggle for here. Yeah, Wonderful. so... Founded by Ingvar Kamprad. That's <gasps> the that's the man who started IKEA. Viking King. In Almhut in Sweden. Almhut. Which is southern Sweden. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. The warmer climb. Yeah, well, n- near near Stockholm essentially. Yeah, 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 Everything yeah, 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 southern yeah, 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 yeah. Sweden branched out from Stockholm essentially. <laughs> you, do you know what you sound like? You sound like the um the dog that was on the TV in the eighties that's like sausages. <laughs> I want one. Have you, I mean, it is the law that when you have a sausage, you go, sausages. I feel like, I see, I say this all the time and nobody gets it. I feel like your dad and my dad were raised <laughs> on the exact same humour. I think they are Because the we, we have medium. so many of these like in-house jokes <laughs> that seem to have this huge crossover for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll have to um, have a play date. Set our fathers up because yeah. they're both semi-retired. They are both semi-retired. Yeah, and then like I can just imagine them skipping down Blackpool Sands. <laughs> I want one. Sausages. <laughs> like I can't sausages. believe that you've got that same because if you, if a sausage appears, we all do it. Like you've got to. It's the lot. I had sausages uh, this evening. And you fact. said it to yourself. Yeah, when I was putting them in the oven, I went, "Oh, sausages, <laughs> sausages." And then the your nuts, my lord, your crackers, my lady. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like a daily basis. (laughs) So, we've already spoken about IKEA, Ikea. and it's pronounced IKEA. 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 I love it. Uh, And I've written that down as IKI hyphen YA. IKI. Yeah. That's That's my phonetic pronunciation. I like a phonetic type out. IKEA. Very helpful. IKEA is an abbreviation. Did you know that? No. It is an abbreviation of Ingvar Kamprad from. They're the from, isn't it? Ah, yeah. Elm Tand, which is the family farm, oh. and Agunard, the local parish. Oh, that's nice. So it's just like it's like my name, my built, my family home in the family parish, like in the local area. So oh. it's quite nice. Oh, okay, okay. Let's think about it now. So mine would be uh, K L of Bispam of Blackpool. So it'd be Club K K L B B. KLBB. So be so to pronounce it as one word, it'd be club. Club. Um, so mine would be V W I M. Vwim. Vwim. Vwim's a good one. Vwim, Vwim works. I don't and have that, any vowels in mine. 
Yeah, yeah. The the lack of vowels lets you down. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is quite vowel heavy IKEA, isn't it? I like it. Vim. Mm. I like E and A are my favourite vowels. Are they? They're quite mm. quite strong vowels. E. I like I like Y because I'm edgy. Why? Oh, oh bloody hell! Of course you do. Sorry, I'm just. But you shop student. at Urban Outfitters and all. Oh, prick. proper trendy, isn't it? A fucking prick. Sell Sorry. me some overpriced vinyl, please. <laughs> maniacal capitalism so ikea started in 1943 isn't that old well the first version of ikea as as Ah, it's known was formatted in 1943 but its first catalog wasn't until the 50s oh okay which is which is like it's like what did you do for seven years how did you make a business they must have just had a physical shop. Well, so what happened is, on the release of the catalogue, many Swedish furniture retailers mm. boycotted IKEA because oh. they thought that the low-cost entry point mm. was going to push everybody else that they su- like mm. supplied out of business. Yeah, I think I think all the, fin- the furniture union of, of Stockholm at that point would be going bloody but hell. Also, Watch out. Um, Scandinavia was a leading body in like modernist furniture design in the fifties, uh, especially in like yeah. the mid-century there. Mm. So you can really understand when someone's coming saying, "Right, strip back, bare principles, cheap, affordable furniture <laughs> for the people." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're going, ah. which which was also um, uh, made at forced labor camps for a while. Oh, oh. But, oh. bit of a risky oh. history there. Um, there's not. There's not. Exact dates, but there is history to show that um, some of the furniture was produced through forced labour camps for a while. For how long, do you reckon? I don't know. A couple of years or like tens of years? The website I read this on was a bit spotty about it. It was one of those websites that kind of just hosts links to other bits of information. Okay, yeah. So I was just a bit like, "Mm, I'll take that Mm, with a pinch of salt. Pinch of salt. Yeah. But you do think like, you know, cheap things. You do think, God, where does that come from? Well, my opinion on things is nobody is ever hugely successful with that exploitation <laughs> you know if you look at anything amazon exploits mm. staff uh and the uh, environment mm. um prisons exploit people prisons. i thought you were going to say prism arts prism arts <laughs> ex- exploits those who are, have learning disabilities <laughs> yeah, I was like, bloody hell so we need to ex- who can we exploit for this podcast gosh um you the listener there is um a favorite album of mine is called midnight midnight marauders Ooh. by a tribe called quest ah. um and there's like a little like um text-to-speech that's like seven times out of ten people listen to their music at night but <laughs> the the reason why i'm talking about this is because it says the title of this program is midnight marauders to maraud means to loot. In this case, we loot your ears. So when you were saying like, you know, who can we exploit? I was thinking of that. Just thinking of the text to speech. It's oh. quite, it's quite an interesting album. Really, mm. really good hit, hard hitting tunes. But in Ooh. between, in between, like a really good track, yeah. it will go. The rate of AIDS between Black and Hispanics is growing at an alarming rate. Oh my goodness! Education is proper means to slowing the cause. It gives you some. Ooh. Yeah, it was. Ooh. I can just imagine um, Q-Tip or even Fife Dog just sort of typing away. That's two members of the group. Yeah, I like um, it, Fife Dog. Well, he's the only one that's passed away recently. Oh, Q-Tip's still going though. Good lad, good lad. Good lad. Now, speaking of like all of this socio-politicalness, yes. are we talking history of IKEA, 
socialist, revolutionary, power to the people, furniture to the people. Mm, Is this the vibe we're going for? Not really. That's what they advertised it as. But really, (laughs) it was a marketing thing to see because furniture was handcrafted around the 40s and 50s. Mm. So the idea of having something mass-produced and cheaper Mm. made it much more affordable for people that didn't want to save for months to buy one quality table. They needed yes. six chairs because they had a family. Yeah, you're moving into your new... F- well, I mean, that, I mean, this is why IKEA is so synonymous with, like, students and young folks, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. you got, oh, bloody hell, new flat, right? I've got 100 quid to furnish an entire flat. Mm-hmm. Right, here we go, IKEA, you know? And, and people make that, like, a joke about IKEA, like, oh, my God, it's so cheap, you could... You could furnish a flat for 100 quid. I'm like, that's amazing. It is really cool. Oh, honestly. They hire like seriously talented designers to to make the furniture. Do you know what I really like? The textile uh, surface design department. They just go nuts, don't Mm, they? I get mm. the feeling that IKEA has no idea what's being produced, that there's just designers just sending stuff to print hastily. I think think it would be a killer commission because you'd be like, right, um, millions of pounds. I don't know, millions of pounds, but like a lot of money to do whatever you want. external, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to be someone big to get that, though. You'd have to oh, be, like, God, a yeah. Damien Hirst type. Oh, God, yeah. But it'd be great. Damien Hirst bedding? Yeah. Yeah? It's just spots of colour. <laughs> that'd be great. It's just regular bedding. I'd have David Shrigley bedding. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. Like a massive seagull that says something <laughs> along the lines in a scribbly hand text that says something like, I like chips. <laughs> they are nice. Yeah, that'd be great, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy that. I feel like you. I might make, like, a an AI David Shrigley generator that just... <laughs> Draws things poorly and then writes completely irrelevant sentences <laughs> yes. next to them. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I actually, you should do that. It'd be good. On screen right now and on our Instagram page, Woo. you will be able to see IKEA's flagship store. Katie, can you see IKEA's flagship store? It looks store? quite magnificent. So it looks like, do you know when you used to burn CDs and you used to get mm-hmm. them in that plastic casing? Yeah. Or those blank the CDs. The jewel cases. The jewel cases and you get them all stacked up. That looks like it's been attached to so, a normal building. So this is their flagship store. It's just outside Stockholm, built in 1965. Mm. Um, it is an incredible building, and it is the prototype that proved to IKEA that they need to change their whole business plan. Oh. So it's built... Uh, th- there's there's a circular-type property, and there's a square-type property. The square is the warehouse. The circular is the showroom. Oh. You start at the ground floor, and you work your way around circular yes. to the top, which then lets you bridge into the warehouse. Mm. Uh, for obvious reasons, they didn't make the warehouse circular because um, <laughs> yeah. that would be a nightmare. That would be a pain. There yeah. would be a lot of forklift accidents. Oh, just getting the ladders. Yeah, oh, exactly. God. But mm. I have not been to this IKEA, but no. my wife has. Has she? She has. Oh my when, God. when we visited Sweden, I was doing a two-week internship at Piedad. Oh God! Which I about that. that was in third year I forgot of university. About that, I will come back to them because they have relations to IKEA. Oh. Mm. But we were staying with a lovely English family. Mm. Um, she was called Melanie. And yes. um, she realised that essentially Gabby was just free for two weeks. And I, <laughs> excluding weekends, I was just working. I was yeah, like yeah. getting my teeth stuck into stuff. So she just she was doing things with her kids. And she was like, come on, Gabby, you can come too. Aww. So one of them, Gabby, one day Gabby made it clear that she loves Ikea. Mm. Uh, because, God forbid, like I like Ikea, but she, my wife adores it mm. like absolutely it's like ikea is the day out for for her yeah yeah i'd call it it is a day out in it so they specifically caught the um tunnel barnen uh out to the this flagship the ikea original the original ikea oh 
Yes, that is even more so a day out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to bet she was beside herself then well, if she's an Ikea star. But also, they were trying out the veggie um, meatballs there oh. way before anywhere else. Oh, those so, are so good. So she was like, oh yeah, I've had, I had the meatballs, but they were veggie. And I was like, what? I was like, that's not a thing. She was like, yeah, yeah, they were there. And then for like years, we were like, where are they? Like, and <laughs> yeah. because it's their flagship store, they test things there. Yeah. So, oh. so she'd had them years before they were even available. Fantastic. And I think that's an also massive... Li- like, name another shop where you walk... I don't know, I don't do, like, I don't know. But, like, name another shop where you walk through, like, this immersive showroom experience and then help yourself to the warehouse. Like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's, it's like... The they've they've um, commodified and put value to the user interaction of getting your own things mm. because a lot of places the warehouse you don't have access to you don't get your own stuff yeah yeah because it's a workspace it's not an area for well I mean the, the risk assessment bloody hell but yeah but it's a huge part of IKEA a lot of people love going and getting their own oh, things forgetting part of it and having to drive back and stuff like that <laughs> or like wrestling it into the it, car it, I mean it shows you that a lot of people aren't cut out for manual jobs such as Work working in a like you know a distribution center or in a warehouse work yeah or even mm. construction work because I don't know do you find IKEA furniture hard to assemble? Um, well, I think. Do you struggle with it? Some furniture requires two people to to put together. Some such as some furniture helps. Yeah, the bed because you have bed. to you have to put the tension on those slats and which it's a is, bit of a nightmare. Which is why but, I think that. But I, I am I've assemb- very experienced in Lego. I've assembled both, well, all three of the beds that we have mm. or have had from Ikea and I've done them all solo and they're fine. They're so easy. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why people struggle with Ikea furniture. If you literally just read the instructions, it is easy. Did you, did, are you a Lego man? Yes. I think if, I, you, if you had a Lego childhood, you can do Ikea. But, but also my dad is a civil engineer, so he bought me things like... Um, what's the stuff that's metal and you put it all together? Oh, not Airfix. No, I Technic did have Airfix. It. No, oh. um, this will plague me now. Um, a plague upon your houses. No, I had Connects as well. Connects yes. was good. All the I sort think, of buildy thingies. Yes, but the, the, thingies. these things are like little little rods of metal with lots of little holes in them, and you construct like little oh, cars God. and all sorts of yes. They're um, like the opposite of those bristly bricks that you have when you're little. Yes, yeah, they are directly the opposite. If yeah, they yeah. are male things, because everything sticks out and protrudes, these are female parts. Sopping wet female parts. What? Um, <laughs> lovely. So, should we talk about the products that IKEA sell? Ooh, do we get to talk about our favourite products? Yes, we do. I think, uh, can I run through a bit of a list here? Please. Because we've always liked lists. Oh, now, I love, you know me and lists. Exactly. I make lists of lists. Furniture is the first thing you think of when you think of IKEA. Oh, booyah. But that it's sort actually of clean wood. Relatively one of the smallest parts of their business. It's not. It is. It's not. So, it include <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have an argument here, Katie. I was going to do a pantomime. Well, I, I got it too late. I've I don't go to the pantomime too often enough to pick up <sighs> on that. You will um, do when you've got You know, child. you'll buy you'll buy your drawers, you'll buy your beds, yeah. things like that. But you can also buy media items. TVs, speakers, Ooh. turntables. Can you now? Wireless radios. Electronical things. Yes. Ooh. Textiles. We spoke about this oh, before. Oh, the textiles are my favourite. Curtains, face. fabric by the metre, plush toys, and that weird heart cushion with arms. Yes. They love that, don't they? They love I know, it. You, the minute you said it, the picture went into my head immediately. It's like, who is buying it and why? 
I kind of want one now. Who's getting a hug from that? It. Like, what depressive life do you lead where you purposely go to IKEA to buy a heart cushion? For it's a not hug? big enough for to sort for of like supplement to human. That's hug, why we yeah. need the the bodyguard, the buff big bears. buff teddy bear boys, um, living things, plants, trees, flowers, mm. bouquets of flowers. I saw those there around Easter time. You could get a bouquet. They do solid house plants. Mm-hmm. Mm. They do, they and do they're actually kind of expensive sometimes. Yeah, I wonder whether that's the, uh, look. ooh, I got this from Sensitive. Peru. Yeah, well, um, we've got a, a yucca in the studio here, and that's from Ikea. Oh, nice. I've got a yucca in Animal Crossing. Uh, that's yucca. <laughs> lighting, lamps, internal lighting, torches, smart control items, the mm. Sonos lamp, have you seen that? It's yeah, a, it's I've a heard lamp of it. that is also a Sonos speaker. Uh, that's that is cool. nice. I want one of them. Um... You can get an entire bathroom or an entire kitchen fitted. You know, mm. like, oh, you like can, can't you? inclusive of the plumbing. Oh, do you know that? And, be so and handy. the utilities like fridges, ovens, uh, dishwashers. Do they install it then? They they will install the whole thing as well. Oh, do you know? I'd um, like a new kitchen. Tools. You can get toolkits, drills. Mm. Um, there is a, a toolkit specifically for assembling most of their flat pack furniture. And there is also oils and stains. Lovely. Lovely. And last of all, Food, which is a huge part of their market, uh, would you believe? Yeah. I know we've already spoken about it, and it's kind of synonymous. Mm. But well, now I've got to the end of my list. What's your favourite products? From my favourite products from IKEA. When I was little, I had. It was longer than me. Mm. This green snake stuffed. Oh, toy. I remember that. And his mouth was perpetually yeah, yeah. open, and it had like a black squiggle on his back. Yeah, yeah. And he had yeah. a tongue. I loved that snake, Toddy. So much, like it said, it was longer than me, mm-hmm. and I'd like wrap it around me, and so I felt like I was like being like I don't know snuggled in by this big giant snake. Mm. Oh God, I love that snake so much. I wish I still had one. My uh, gran is definitely afraid of snakes, mm. so um, I'm not allowed. The, I wasn't allowed that. Oh, my mum's terrified of snakes, but you know the love of a mother overcomes. Snakes. The love of a mother. The, the, the snakes. That's our country song, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh, it certainly can be. The love of a mother will put on those brakes. <laughs> for the snakes. <laughs> yeah. And I think the aforementioned Poang. Yes. Yeah. Iconic, that's, a, that's a classic. Iconic, do you, you know, know? Do you know why they produced it? Because no. they were on search of like a super comfortable reclining armchair, but it's their um, approach to the Eames armchair. Ah, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. They used um, steamed and bent ply, yes, similar to how a visionary designer around the same time as Eames called Alva Alto, mm. he was Finnish, made a huge impact on um, Scandinavian design oh. and used a lot of steamed and bent wood. Oh, nice. Mm. My, and then I will finish off that my trifecta with uh, the bedding I currently have. With okay. matching embroidery. And food items? Food items I only have ever eaten at Ikea once. No way. And that was last year. I'm not joking. I must drive my wife my to wife. Ikea about four times a year. And the highlight is the eating of lunch there. <laughs> Lovely. Like, like we we love noodles. So when we mm. go over to, to Gateshead, mm. the choice is, do we go to Wagamama's or do we eat at Ikea? Oh. Well, I suppose Wagamama's would... For, for anybody not in the UK, Wagamama's is a Japanese restaurant chain, mm, that... which is really quite good, actually. I was going to say... Not we... authentic, but good. I was going to say, I'd like to see one in Carlisle. Oh, 
I would, I'd be there too often. Mm, I'd be there I, for I just lunch. don't think we've got the metropolis to support it. <laughs> this bustling metropolis that is <laughs> the border Carlisle. city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you, you want really expensive high street rates and shop rentals, <laughs> and with very little foot traffic. Of course, no, that makes sense. That'd be great. We can even sustain a Starbucks. Yeah, that's shocking. That is. Yeah. No, I had, I uh, had the vegetarian meatballs. Yep. I had some. This was on like I, I went with work. Mm-hmm. Not like with participant artists, but like with staff. Um, but it was still like a bit stressful. So I had something really like a 10-year-old would have. I had the meatball, veggie, veggie meatballs, mm-hmm. chips, yeah. and the red. It wasn't the like, lingonberry jam. Yes, delicious. It's great. Delicious. So, well, I'll start with the food. Mm. I love the veggie meatballs, but I have it with mash and gravy with a bit mm. of lingonberry. I think that their coffee is second to none. Ooh, I think their coffee is fantastic. I've never tried the coffee. Um, really good coffee. Um, I think the Swedes just know how to do coffee, right? Yeah, um, it, that makes they, sense. When I was there as an intern, they drank it heavily. Well, is, it, is it fika? Is that Swedish? F- fika is the act to take a break away from work to drink coffee and eat pastries. We need more of that in the UK. Yeah, well... Um, it's more of an ideal than a reality. A real in practice. Well, so like people will um, just walk about having a coffee just to give themselves a break, mm. and they'll jokingly say to each other, "Fika, oh, fika," mm. like sort of like, "Ha ha, yeah, 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 yeah." But the, no one like stands up and goes, "Fika," and oh, they all sort of crowd around. They ring the but, gong bell. But the, the the have in Sweden, which is very popular to my understanding, is a mocha master. Oh. Um, and it's like a sort of tall device that boils water <laughs> up a cistern and then pressures it through the coffee. Oh, And wow. it, it catches in either like a large um, thermos mm. or it goes straight into a carafe. The one that in the studio I was working in, yeah. Piadad, which was um, in Stockholm, they it was caught in a thermos and there was enough beans and stuff in this for it mm. to, it would kick up every hour and a half. And this thermos was two litres of coffee. Oh, and wow. by the time that thermos was finished, someone would give it a rinse, put it back, and it would start again. Oh, my word. That sounds fantastic. But back to Ikea. Their coffee is exactly what I remember of mm. coffee in Sweden. It's this sort of... It gives you um, the, the aftermouth taste of what I remember cigarettes being. Yes. That sort of tarry, Ooh. back of the throat. Oh, got a bit of a, a, bit of a, a punchy, punchy mm. punch. It's, it's very, very strong. And, of course, I drink my coffee black, so you get that flavor but if i have coffee there i have to have the cannabula which is the mm. um the swedish uh cinnamon bun oh, slash roll well that it, sounds wonderful um it just means cinnamon bun or cinnamon roll cannabula mm. canna is like sweet cinnamon mm. bula is ball bula bula um that was something that i discovered when i was in stockholm and i've always loved but to move away from food um product if, to turn to their furniture mm. um we have a sofa from Ikea, and I think it's amazing. It's like a flat-level sofa. It's really low down. Yeah, it's yeah. almost sort of like a right angles, yeah. but it's got a completely interchangeable cover. And with a new baby, I've never appreciated that more. <laughs> interchangeable covers. Oh, it's amazing. Nice. It just, the baby's like, Bleh. okay, sure, it's fine, doesn't yep, matter. Just give it a clean. Yeah, yeah, well, um, oh, God, because Maddie's got one that turns into a sofa bed. Oh, that cool. we had at the Port Road flat, and that's that's super angular, interchangeable. Yeah, it, I think it's the same. It must be, but yeah. she's got the the sofa bed version, and you've just got the sofa version. Um, I don't know the name of this product, but we have some sort of bare wood shelves in our uh, bedroom, and they are very industrial looking. Ooh, 
the cat climbs all over them and it's like, oh, it doesn't matter because it's modular. It'll just replace a piece. Oh, right. Yeah, there you go. Once um, more. They're great. Like, they look sort of like a warehouse shelving, but I think they work really, really oh, well. I think we might have something. We've got um, all our shelving in uh, Prison Marts. It's oh, it's, tip. it's the same, yeah. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's that, the same shelving. It's great. You can sort of add bits here and make that bit longer and make that taller. You can put a rail on it, yeah. Yes, they I are I love fantastic. that interchangeability. And they're so cheap as and well. Now, now I'm trying to think of a third product. Um, I love Dungle Scork, the big, the big bear. Oh, do you know when I went the when, uh, grizzly oh bear? God, when I went last year with like work staff, and it was like for thing like the shelving units for Prismarts. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't much for me, and I saw him. Yeah, and I went. I can't buy a giant teddy bear while I'm like last time on a work trip. buying shelves for work. Yeah, I um, can't do it. But oh, I miss him. If I was to put a fourth in there. The audio products that they made, the Sonos lamp that we've mentioned. Yes. Really cool. Have you got that. one? I haven't got one. I wish I did. Yeah. Um, I am potentially having a new studio soon, so mm. maybe Sonos lamp will go in that. And second to that, they made a collaboration with Teenage Engineering mm. and they made modular like stereo systems. Ooh. Really cool. That's what the turntable was part of. Ooh, tasty. So I would definitely be keen for that as well. Ooh, I'm in the market for all of that. Do you, have you got a turntable? Do you know, I I do not have space for a turntable and a record collection in my mm -hmm. house. I really don't. Fair enough. It's kind of, it's both inconvenient and costly. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And when I was still at my mum and dad's house, I started collecting because I played at my dad's. So yeah. I do have a small selection that has been swallowed. punk records, I assume. Yes, at that point it was mostly punk that yeah. was now been consumed by the large, large... Large amount of I records. I suspect Blackpool's a good place to pick up punk records. Oh, well, That's the punk where festival. The, the old punks go to retire, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, honestly, there was one particular record shop. I could, I can't tell you the road, but I could tell you exactly where it is. That was fantastic. It was like in a pop of that rough bit, but it was, oh, it was good. That's where a good record shop should be. It was like Fruities. Fruities? Fruities? Vimto. Oh, uh, right, okay. I've never called it Fruities in my life. There's a um, there's a record shop here in Carlisle called Music Box. But yeah. for those in the know, it's colloquially known as Vimto's because the guy who runs it is called Vimto. Yeah. Um, his market is 80% bongs <laughs> and for other tobacco, smoke, smoking paraphernalia and 20% a shite load of records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that for a bit. Carlisle... Um, I've really picked crack. over that spot and me and me and my close friend James used to get all our records from there. Used to spend hours in there. I was used to call James us used to live there. The Boys. Oh, is the boys. That's nice. That <laughs> but nice. I haven't been in it in a long time. Mm. And he always used to say, I haven't seen you in a year. Where have you been? I was like, oh, I only come in when James is visiting. And the next <laughs> time I go in, I'm going to be like, I had a child. So, you know. Yeah, that's quite good. That's, that's quite a good excuse. excuse. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a surprisingly good excuse. Hey, do you want to come out tonight? No, I, I would, oh. but I've got a child. Oh, do you know? Oh, could you... Um, oh. Could you come fix this? I would, but i got a child. Like, oh. it's the best get could out Could you help us move house? I would, but I've got a child. Can you help me, you know, burn a couple of books oh on, the, on, on the field? Oh, I would. I'd love to destroy knowledge and information, mm. but I've got a child do have a child yeah sorry i can't i can't be partaking in anti-establishment arson right now no no i've got a child yeah i've got a child to think about a child. would anybody think of the children sadly though i did actually have to like purposely cancel an event because of child the other week oh. um it was a friend's birthday 40th birthday mm. and um i did want to go but it involved copious amounts of alcohol and with the current climate mm. of the virus the rona 
Tetrona. Tetrona. Um, I just thought mixing myself around a lot of people who have had a lot of booze, and myself included, would likely have a lot of booze. Mm. Not the best thing to come home to a small nine-week-old infant. No, you don't want Rona baby. Rona baby. Rona baby. That's our second country hit. We I wonder if we could like record. I wonder if we could record like a whole album just off this episode alone. I think. I think. Um, the, in lo- all the love of a mother. Followed by Rona Baby. This is our country period. Yeah. I think, well, we've had, and you know, honestly, if we go back and we can make a full, like, extended edition we could LP. Do, we could do a cover of the Boot Scoot Boogie. The Boot Scoot Boogie. Uh, oh, God, the yodeling, all yeah. sorts. There's that, been that could be like an intermission track. There's been so much singing on this podcast. There has, hasn't there? There's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's been a lot of singing on this podcast. And, like, I think, I think I quite like the idea of, like, a yodel country song. Yeah, I think it. I think it pairs nicely. Then does anything with rhyme with yodel, or can you make the sounds of a yodel rhyme? Yodel modal. So yeah. Like yeah. Modal fashion. Um, total. That's totally awesome. I guess you could push tonal. Tonal. I did a tonal yodel. You know, it's like a half ride. That was me being abducted by aliens off my little Swiss mountain top. Yes, exactly. The woman in the sound of music is spinning around as you're like violently escorted into the sky. Um, I also have a nice photo that IKEA uses to advertise their cafes, taken many years ago, uh, that none of their cafes look like this anymore. Mm. Um, it's just a nice interracial couple enjoying their time. Obviously, that, Obviously. Is, that is IKEA. I found when I had my one experience of eating IKEA food that there was a whole system of like self-service but not and going round and they had yeah. these, little tra- these little trolleys. Oh, I, I didn't do a very good job at it. No, I the, I don't mind self-service and I don't mind being served too. But the IKEA restaurant is somewhere in between the two mm. where it's like, why should I clean my things away? And it's like, yeah, I don't mind. I'm not a heathen. Mm. I'm more than happy to just put my tray in some specific area. Oh, yeah, loads of cafes do that. It's It was it was the acquiring of food. Yeah, you, you sort with. of go into the right queue and then before you've even ordered your main food, you can pick up like an apple cake next yeah. to some orange juice and you're like, is it? Have I missed the main meal here? Oh. And then they're, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you order here. Okay, sure. And then you turn around the corner and then you're at the cutlery and you're like, okay, sure. And then you're at the desserts and you're like, wait, desserts were back there. Like, I what's going on? I mismanaged my desserts. I mismanaged my the, desserts. The apple cinnamon cake and mm. the cannabula are winners. Mm. I can't remember what I had. I think I know it was a letdown because I, I had already had it on my trolley and then I saw the cinnamon thing and I went... Uh, but, uh, but it was by that point I was too late and I was like, oh. Well, should we grab some cake on the way to the pub? <laughs> yes, I have a story I'd like to tell you. Oh, before the pub or at the pub? At the pub. At, at the, the pub. pub. Right, okay. Yeah, Let's go there. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Do, I'm going to make do, some do. in in diegetic sounds. <laughs> That's the strain of walking. Oh, <laughs> I thought like I was walking next to someone doing the hacker. Oh no, that's more like, no, I won't do a hacker that's culturally insensitive. I learnt the hacker at school. Did you come know? Come at it, come at it, go on, You learnt it at school, what bloody posh school did you go to doing bloody rugby? I, my school was on the edge of a council estate, I was not posh. Oh my good, doing the hacker? Yes. My uh, my, my um, teacher at primary school was called Mr... Hacker? 
Mr. Breeze. Yeah. I, I've just remembered that, but I'm sure that's right. I'm sure he was called Mr. Breeze. Yeah. And uh, he was part Kiwi and he taught us all the hacker. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like it when you see videos of people do... Well, I don't like it. It makes me cry and cry and cry. When people do ha- hackers at somebody's funeral. Yeah. And it's like and a beloved like, teacher. And they're like... Ooh-ka-le-le. And it's like... Ooh, <laughs> it's so powerful. Well... I'll hack her on the way to the pub. And I'll just hack up uh, yesterday's chips. Exactly. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Lord above. Hello. We're in a beautiful English country <laughs> manner. And could you hear the sound of the peacock? I thought it was in a rainforest for a second there. <laughs> no, it's, it's, do you know, like you go to Blackpool Zoo and there's like loads of peacocks making a bloody racket. I don't go to Blackpool Zoo that often. Do you not? No. I thought you'd be there every Saturday. I've though. been to South Lakeland Safari Park a few times. Oh, over the, I, I went there once with Menkap and there was a very sad snow leopard. Mmm. And, and there was a very sad zookeeper that got mauled by the lions, if you remember <gasps> that. It was there, wasn't it? Yeah. Now I bring up Peacock, and I'm going to discuss this fantastic party selection mm. you've provided for us today. But today I had a wonderful experience in Wilkinson's. I was buying uh, leg waxing strips and bin bags, so a very glamorous. So purchase. you, so you could become the Peacock. Well, this is woman in front of me put down the world's biggest bag of bird seeds on the till, <laughs> and and I don't know why. I, I, I will point it out because I think those, it just sounds. Those bags are enormous. <laughs> they're aren't so they're like ten big. kilograms they're, of bird seed. Like the the fat balls you can get. It's ridiculous the bird seed you can get. But she said in this be- most be- I love. I mean I love the Polish accent. She said, uh, "Does this bird seed uh, is good for for peacocks?" <laughs> and the woman on the till, it was like five minutes before closing. And she was like, oh, I don't know. We do canary food, but they're quite different in size, aren't they? And the mum was like, oh, I'll give it a try. <laughs> and I was like, and like the woman after her, she was like, ooh, things you can get in Wilkinson's, everything but the kitchen sink. And the woman on the till was like, yeah. It was just birdseed love. It was just, it was how she'd like dumped it down. It's good for peacocks. And I was like, I love I love the Eastern European approach where every question is also a statement. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yes, I love the sort of directness. It's good for peacocks. It's good for peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, where is she feeding these? I have no idea. Is it a um, pet? Is it, she work in a country manor? There's a, there's a local village to me called Cummersdale just down the road. Mm. And I once walked into Cummersdale with my wife and she went, there's a bloody peacock up there. And we thought someone had put a peacock decoration on top of their house. There was no. a live peacock <laughs> walking walking on the roof of a bungalow. And we're like, what the hell is that doing that's up a there? a peacock there. No, Just on I the roof of someone's house. I think that's this is woman. But the fact that is that she bought like 10 kilograms of it. I'll, buy it. I'll, I'll risk it. I'll risk it. <laughs> like, what? so what if it kills it? Ah, you know, peacocks. Is good for peacocks. It's good for peacocks. I love the idea that like the staff are well trained on the the dietary requirements of peacocks. (laughs) The woman did really try her best. She was like, "Well, we've got canary food." Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, are you testing any coal mines? (laughs) You know, we've got speciality (laughs) bird food. Oh dear, that was fun. 
before we get invited round to this house to try some of the peacock food, or perhaps some peacock steak if she's killed it by accident. We're out on the on the veranda, on the terrace, oh, we're on yeah. white metal furniture. Mm-hmm. I've got a parasol so I don't get sunburnt. We're in our finest Edwardian clothes. And what and Vincent, are we? What the are we eating and drinking? Oh yes, comes out with <laughs> a selection of vegan sweet goodies. Let me introduce them to you, shall I? Good afternoon, madam. Hello, uh, oh, hello, Jenkins. Hello. Jenkins. So, uh, I've got some fine treats from Aldi for you today. Oh, is that that new continental place? Yes, down yes, the yes, road. yes, yes. Full of tat. It's great. But I heard the middle aisle is quite spectacular. Yes, yes. I bought an angle grinder and a toy for a four-year-old. Oh, we must get the gardener down there. That yes. sounds wonderful. It was next to the flavoured instant coffee. Oh, I love it. I yes, love yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. So what do you have um, from your travels today, yes. um, Jenkins? Served on our finest china, which just so happens to be Thomas the Tank Engine themed. I do themed. see the latest innovation of steam. Yes, yes, yes. It is so powerful and evocative of this modern age we live in. Yes, created by one of the Beatles, did you know? Oh. Yes, the, the, that large portly fellow yes, with Ring, the hat. Ringo, yes, the, yes, yes. The yes, top yes. hat. Oh. Yes. You're, I think you're mistaken. You're talking about the fat controller. You're yes, doing yes, 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 yes. Oh, wonderful but job. We're, but we're talking about Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, on, on. He played the latest ball, didn't he? The ball. Which ball, man? Oh, you lower servants don't know much about the ball. Sorry, I was talking above your head then, darling. Oh, oh, well, you know, I can only know so much, madam. Yeah, so no, no, no. if you look in your mug, you will find some feeling good. It's a chocolate and orange stout, madam. It's very five, dark. Five, 5.2%. Oh, lordy. I'm going to go to very tipsy. The, the Hop Foundry does chocolatey stout, it says on the bottle. I'm going to have to loosen my corset. Not in a... Body-stripping manner, only purely. No, madam, we, for we, the cake. we said we'd never speak of that. <laughs> yes, um, behind the peacock shed. As you, as you may have guessed, uh, after a raunchy night behind the peacock shed, I knocked this concoction oh, off. Spitting now, feathers. It has notes of chocolate and orange. Chocolate and orange. Yes. Uh, being what that will it's they a do next? Chocolate and orange stout. Yes, yes, yes. <gasps> and next to that is an Ogs vegan plant-based Victoria sponge. Let me sample it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I realise you're being very close and careful to not go too near the mic there, madam, because eating noises are a hate of many. <laughs> they are a hate of my... I mean... You, madam, do not speak with your mouth open. <laughs> mouth open? Oh. With your mouth full. Um, it is not becoming of a lady like yourself. No, I only pretended to go to that Swiss finishing school when really that was when I was having my uh, secret child, Penelope. Oh, in Grimsby? No, in, in in Sweden. I did go to Sweden. Sweden? <laughs> I pretended to go to Switzerland, but I went to Sweden to have my child Penelope. Did it was not... a huge scandal, Jenkins. How could you forget? Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about Stephen in Grimsby. I think you need to have a holiday to Scarborough. Oh, yes. Young well, man. I do love the East Coast. <laughs> it's, it's quite a journey. It's quite a trek. It does yes. take two weeks to get there. It reminds me that even poverty can exist next to the sea. <laughs> I do believe that's on their welcome sign, isn't it? <laughs> Beautiful views, terrible employment statuses. <laughs> poverty by the sea. I think just just sweet and snappy, poverty by the sea. They had to change it to salt burn on sea. Wasn't selling very well. Oh, oh. Will you shut that fucking peacock up? Yes, yes. 
Oh, you missed it again. You've got its leg. You're, you would have to wring its neck. This is a real role-play situation <laughs> we've got ourselves into. This is into. getting very deep. I'm going to break character now. Yes, I was I got... was wondering how long I could keep that going for. <laughs> I think because we've got a very serious thing to talk about here on the veranda in yes. the manor house. Yes. Um, the sheep that lies upon this the... fine, fine china you have provided for us. This, this is a plastic Thomas the Tank Engine licensed plate. Um Here's the... Can you hear it? The, oh, it sounds great. Now, <laughs> I... <laughs> so sincere. Um, yeah, it sounds great. Cheers to that. So, <laughs> Cheers, pal. So I, I loved Thomas the Tank Engine as a boy, and I don't remember that much of it anymore. But what I can tell you is that at this point, Thomas is riding down the track and he's being waved down by a ginger shepherd and his sheepdog, mm. whilst two children wave from the other side of the tracks. Next to the shepherd, as Thomas <laughs> nails it down this line, is it what I can only just... Nails it down this line. <laughs> Fucking 200 miles an hour, like the virgin line. Yeah. <laughs> the pendolino carrying all of one carriage. There is yeah. a sheep, which I can only describe as having the human emotion of being utterly blazed. <laughs> And also, somebody stuck a thumb up its ass at the same time. I mean, there's what the, the, I've never seen such a terrible drawing of a sheep. I love it. It's got like a very heavy five o'clock shadow. <laughs> that of a villain, a Disney yes. villain. He looks like perhaps he spent the night in the cells. Uh, maybe he was in the drunk tank. Yes, he's definitely um, been in the there sheep. Is, there is, tank. there is also the sheep slightly further up from him. That looks like some kind of some kind of dog. <laughs> <laughs> that sheep is in ecstasy. <laughs> Why are these sheep so happy? And one of them has put its head through the wall. Oh, that's dangerous. In, through the fence, sorry, in which to sort of eradicate itself via, tr <laughs> you oh know, human animated train. That sheep is now, in pure ecstasy. If I'm not wrong, number five is Gordon, the red train. Oh but my I God. could be wrong about that. And he is passing over on the viaduct, uh, oh. pulling some kind of older steam Very engine. old steam train. He's pulling some kind some of... Some bloody old codger. It, it, Pardon me. This draw <laughs> Can you imagine drawing those sheep and then signing your name? Think as if you're like, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, well, it says here, Ewan. Is that what it says? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, it's... Owen, isn't it? Owain. It's like an O with a horizontal line. Yeah. Is it Welsh? Oh, that would explain the shape. Oh, Welsh joke. Oh, you're Horrible. missing out, though. Look on the rim of the plate. There is a squirrel running on a, on a fence, and then there's a little mole... And then oh. there's a, like a little rabbit running to the rest of its rabbit friends. Oh my god, the mole! <gasps> the, the exterior of the plate is far better than the centre. Oh, talk about cottage core. Okay, okay, ooh, talking ooh. Of, of dad references. Yeah. I am a mole and I live in a hole. I don't know it. Ah. <sighs> ask your dad. Uh, ask your dad. Ask your dad. So this, this plate is not suitable for microwaves, but is suitable dishwashers. Now that's strange it's because mel mel melamine. A lot of plates, if it's microwave good then it's dishwasher good mm. but it's it's normally this all is, or nothing. This has got an international spear mark. Oh wow, do you know wow. this is fucking I'm only this. serving you the bloody best. It's <laughs> only serving you the best. There is, and we'll talk properly about this bin now, so it is, the packaging is so confusing, it's Jaffa cake it's iron brew, it's a mixture of all things orange, and it's... 
And it is just like a cold orange hot chocolate. Yeah, I should mention I bought this reduced in Aldi. So what I suspect happened is this was produced en masse for Christmas. Oh, yes. Where you would receive a Terry's chocolate orange. As a novelty beer. We love a novelty beer for Christmas. For the alcoholics among us. (laughs) Um, And they are now trying to desperately shift this mediocre beer. Yes. um, Which tastes... Neither stout-like nor particularly Terry's chocolate orangey. No, it's it's a little bit in between. But I'm quite enjoying it as a nice, mm. refreshing, pudding beer. Pudding. I don't know why I said it so weird. Because you pour it. A pour, no, pudding. No, I, I just pudding. literally couldn't get my words out properly. Oh, okay. It's all, <laughs> it's, it's all this fancy plate talk. It is. I'm overwhelmed by ecstatic sheep. Well, I'm going to make an audio sensory move here. I'm going to walk to the bar oh and get goodness. us our next drinks I shall um, slice up the cucumber ready yes yes please do that I will stand very loudly so the listeners can hear me going into the distance keep talking can you hear that oh that reverberation I'll do some close up uh, ASMR noises What an experience. I bet the chills on your spine, listener, right now, are hot, hot tingling mm. from that uh, sensory audio overload. Does now, the R in our ASMR stands for repulsive? Yes. Good. <laughs> oh, my Lord. This, this does look really nice, actually, dude. It does. It looks cool. I like the design of it. Cherry baby, oh, we're down my lager tonight. <laughs> It's a Germanic ale yeast delivering an underlying body. <laughs> what does that mean? Germanic ale yeast? I've no idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's 180 calories. I wish they'd stop putting calories on alcohol. Mm. I know it's got calories in, you don't need to tell me. I was going to say, I know it's bloody. Oh, bloody chicken town. No, this looks fantastic. I, I hope it doesn't let us down. It's from Scotland. The Williams Bros Brewing Company. It's quite a cute Scotland. logo, that, because it's like a hop. Yeah, and it's two W's for the two Williams. That's uh, not too shabby. It's all right, isn't it? That's the, not too I, li- I like the the use of this sort of mid-century typeface as well. The R is particularly fun. Yes, it looks like a cherry stalk, doesn't it? Uh, look at that. It's like they knew what they were doing. Yeah, have you <laughs> ever seen Arrow in FedEx logo? Dead smart, that. I, oh, fucking hell. Um... Oh, what's to the... Oh, have you seen Smiley Face in Amazon logo? Well, it's not Smiley Face. It's a line that goes from A to Z. Oh, which one am I thinking of? I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe it's Smiley Face. I see it as a Smiley Face. Oh, well. Because uh, I just like to see the good in people. <laughs> Do you know? I don't know why I've gone into a strange 1950s fish I, um, <laughs> on the um On the back of talking about logos... I sent off some branding for a review today mm. and I got a response within 10 minutes. Oh. First option, yeah, I really like it, really cool. Yeah. Second option, doesn't stand out to me. Third option, don't like it at all. Oh, oh wow, what a journey. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's fine because you only need to pick one. But I love yeah, that yeah. it just progressively got worse and worse. <laughs> it was like, yeah, good. Uh, I'm not so keen. Oh, I hate that. It's <laughs> like, whoa, I don't you, know. You've really, got to, um, you've really got to lock away your... Um, mm. Your sensibilities for your own emotions when you're uh, creative. Yes. Because 
you cannot put yourself into everything because someone will just tell you that they don't like it and yeah. you kind of have to be okay with that. I told you, I remember very vividly, I don't know whether it was rude or not, that I, that one of the logos that you proposed for Sustainable Carlisle looked like a clothes washing liquid. Oh, gosh, I don't remember. I could perhaps bring that up as it's, I've, it's like I've a brought little, my laptop to the pub. It was like, I know, it's really dangerous how you bring your laptop <laughs> to the pub. I don't, I don't know. With all this podcasting gear as well, it's very strange. But it's like a little, it's like a little soft dandelion. Oh, yes, I think I do remember, actually. Let's bring this proof up. Oh, oh God, he's fucking Yes, got here it. we go. Yes, this is the first one right it, here. Yeah, it looks like um, clothes washing stuff. And I remember saying it and going, oh, was that harsh? Ah, no, it'd be all right. I'll be all right. It does look like clothes washing It does, stuff, doesn't it? it? Like a really nice eco clothes washing thing. Oh, oh there's oh. the one we know and love. What was my second one? Oh, it was the... Um, the helicopter seeds. Yes, and the I seeds said from that an looked like a National Trust. It was very, very National Trusty. And then the third one was the chosen oh. option of the, um, was it a rowan leaf? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, the logo I know and love. Yes, you see it every day. I see it well, well on a Tuesday and sometimes Friday afternoons. I don't know, I don't know if we discussed this, but I went to um, the local college to do a talk recently and a girl that we were presenting to mm. um, said that she loved the tote bag and she said, I want one of those. Mm. So perhaps this tote bag that I've mocked up should become a real thing one day. It won't. It won't. No. Not sustainable enough. Not sustainable enough. Hmm. So, no, well, <laughs> I, tried, I tried to whilst, leave a dramatic whilst, pause. Whilst we're then. here, we did have an interesting discussion about uh, sustainability off air at one point oh. where... We were talking about high-vis jackets. Yes. And it was mentioned that they might not be sustainable enough. And no. I think, as a practising um, officer of sustainability... Yeah, well, that, they've had the trend from calves. Oh, well, yeah. I um, I think that sustainability is not just one action. I think it is the yeah. it is the approach to things. You know, if you kept that coat for 10 years, then it becomes more sustainable exactly. than something made sustainably but thrown away in a year. Exactly. I think, but as an outward-facing company, I had yeah, this because recently we wanted, some folk wanted to buy a tablet with our lottery funding. And I was like, oh, flipping heck. You just know some bloody yeah. uh, uh, squawky cunt is going to come up and go, oh, did you know the materials to make it? It's boring. Um, but yeah. There is nothing you can do day to day that does not create pollution. Um, in this in this modern life, you could not do go a single day without creating pollution or having something or purchasing something mm. that is in a chain or cycle of pollution. I think beyond standing barefoot in the middle of a local park, mm. standing naked barefoot for twenty four hours without breathing too heavily or farting. Mm. Or eating or drinking. Exactly. Um, you could probably Even pet a cow. Just all day, though. But the cow itself has a chain of pollution. And you're petting it. You're not uh, encouraging the production of cow. No, but let's say that this petting... If you're petting it for 24 hours, you're probably going to bring up a rash on said cow. Oh, I'm, I was thinking for probably about 20 minutes right. of, of the day, <laughs> you know, to break up the monotony. Of being um, stood completely naked. Yeah, it's like these people are zero. I mean, my, my favourite sustainability quote is from the Zero Waste Chef. Chef? Chef. And she says, We need millions of big people doing zero waste imperfectly than a few people doing it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Which I think is just, I say it all the time because I'm like, Mate, you know, I've got 
leather shoes on, but I mean they were second hand, but it's like, mate. I, I also have leather shoes on because the leather is more hard wearing than the plastic alternative, mm. which creates more pollution and will last less long. It's 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 a minefield. It's a bloody minefield. But yeah, I, I'm on the same page as you where I would rather someone made an attempt and did the best they could with the means they had than someone being perfect and telling everyone how perfect they are. Yeah, I think there's a lot of eco-anxiety knocking about these days and all. I think there's a lot of eco-sort of imperialism. of <laughs> Well, you've got to do it this way, otherwise you're killing the planet. Yeah, exactly. Rather than like, oh, you know, like the same people that go out and say... Well, you can't you can't do this because you can't do that. Go home and burn six logs of an evening mm. to just make their front room look nicer. Mm. It's just like uh, I think we need to worry less about individual action, more about systematic change. Yes, uh, bloody you know, I'm worried. You think, oh, oh, shall I get the bus or shall I walk? You think, bloody hell, it's fucking and shell taking, doing what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, I was gonna say taking the the. It was the. I saw someone say, "Oh, I'm glad we banned, banned plastic straws," and then showed all of the disposable masks that have washed up into no, the sea. Oh God! The f- don't get me started on bloody fishing waste. Yeah, absolutely vile. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's oh. any way we can sustainably live on this planet forever. No, not the way we're going. But we, I mean, we're increasing in population. So if only there was a high, highly infectious pandemic. Yeah, uh, or, I'm not the mic then. Or. Bit a little bit brutalist, but the final snap. The final snap. <laughs> Reduce half the population. Instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do we decide who who goes? Random. Random, Random number generator. Random. Oh right. Okay. It's, it's um. It's a it's a concept of complete brutalism. Yes. But it isn't completely unfounded. Do we less get... people create less waste? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, do we get a nice new wave of brutalist architecture? Probably not, because a good chance is that all of the architects ever could be wiped out. If it's completely random, oh, every ar- oh, architect be the could be wiped out. There will be the odds that would say that. I wonder what that would be. Ooh, that's big math. One in two. One in two. That's <laughs> one, in, one in two chance that yeah. we wiped out 50% of the population. <laughs> what would or, be the or to simplify further, 50%. And yeah, I don't think, <laughs> yes. I don't think that's too big of a maths, if I'm honest. No, 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 because like 50% <laughs> of the population is in architects. Oh, you mean what are the odds of all the architects being wiped out? Yeah, yeah, by like the all 50%, of them right. within that 50%. Right, okay. There's no, not that, like one that, or two stragglers that's in this different saved. maths. I thought you were saying, what's the chances someone gets wiped out by? Like, <laughs> pretty straightforward. <laughs> well, this, what's the fraction <laughs> for 50%? Oh, God. Uh, it's the same thing when someone says, Oh, I think your baby's gonna be a boy, or I think your baby's gonna be a girl, and then they're right, and then oh, I knew it. And it's like you just you had just as much chance to be right as you did to be wrong. They said that I always heard that it was if when you were preggers, whether you had an innie or an outie. Oh, what I've heard is if you carry weight on your face, it's a girl. If you carry weight on your hips, it's a boy. Oh. I don't think either make any no, bloody it's sense. No, bloody tosh. It, bloody it's, tosh. It's my favourite saying as well. It's either going to happen or it won't. It's, like, <laughs> it's either going to happen or it won't. That's the only fucking possibilities. <laughs> I'm going to use that more. It's, I like it's that. like, <laughs> it's binary. <laughs> That's the only possibility. Our next team meeting, I'm going to be like, well, we'd like discussing like this really like serious project and how we develop as a company. And I'm like, 
well, what do you think, Kay? I said, oh, well, not that they'd ever ask me. But I'd be like, well, it's either going to happen or it isn't. Like, <laughs> and then just put, close my book. You'll be so surprised how often you hear people say stuff like that. And I've heard it in meetings <laughs> and I've had to say, yes, that's the only two possibilities. <laughs> it's either going to happen or it's not. Do you think we'll ever get back out of this pub or do you think it'll never happen mm. or it won't? It will. Well, I've almost finished my feeling... No, it's called peeling good. I've just realised peeling <laughs> just good. Are we gonna? Are you? Oh, are we, I'm gonna. I'm gonna open a cherry lager. Just, now? just for the audio. Mm. You know. Should I see if I can neck this? Well, I've only got a tiny bit, so I'm gonna neck this. I'm gonna neck it. All right. I've got a full cup, Thomas cup, of this. Go on then. I don't know why I'm being quiet because if we're both just quiet and you down a drink, the audio version of that is oh, terrible. Oh, I couldn't neck it. It's not. Stout isn't really oh. necking liquid. I can really taste the orange chemical. Yeah, I was going to say, the orange almost tastes soap-like when you drink a lot of it. Oh, it's so chemical. Mm. What is? What is? What is? What is? I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that, if I'm honest. No, I enjoyed it to start with, but now the aftertaste is... Um, mm, it's very soapy, isn't it? It is. It doesn't even bloody put full ingredients on. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Right. If you, you down that, I'll open this. I don't think I've done the audio for one of these. No, I always take the lead on that. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> you did that really close to your face. A lot of power. Oh, my word. This is. Oh, jeez, this is cherryish. I should mention, um, as this is the last episode of the season, I went to Aldi and bought everything sweet-looking because it's like, celebration! Oh. oh. We've always just come... This almost smells perfumey. Oh, my word. And we always just come from having, like, our main dinner straight yeah. here. I've had a stew for tea which is completely at odds with a sweet stout and a sweet lager. Oh. What have you had? I had a sort of mix between a puttanesca and a ragu pasta. What on earth is a puttanesca? Puttanesca! It's like your olives, your capers, your sun-driders, olive oil. It's very like, salty. Yeah, very salty, simple, beautiful. But I added a bit of ragu-ness. Oh. Oh. Ecstatic. There's a lot ahead on my drink. You're we'll, getting ahead of the game. We'll um we'll review this beer and then we'll we'll go. Yeah, because I don't actually own this English manor house with the peacocks. Wait, I'm what? only pretending. Oh shit! So we're I trespassing. Know. We are. We will be shot. Okay. Cherry, Aroma. Cherry Whoa. baby. Oh. <sighs> An underlying body that is balanced <sighs> by subtle hops. That smells like the the Haribo cherries. Oh my god! Simultaneously, oh. softness and snap deliver a refreshing and utterly enjoyable drinking experience. I'm really glad we went in this order for this beer. Yeah, I, if I had this first, I'd be like, "That's great," and I'd be like, "Hmm, artificial orange." Hello, welcome back from the from the pub. We just did like what must have been like a second of yeah. like musical statue. I don't want to like I don't want to ruin the movie magic, <laughs> but but it must have been all of about six seconds of just okay. Now we're back. Just like uh, I was going to think, oh, do I break the ice with a sound effect? But my brain is pretty I'll, I'll slow. I'll put the, the sound effects in in post, I think. Oh, you're good at that. Thanks. You're, you're good at your, your noises. So I'll take you to my heading. They sell food? Question they sell mark. food? So not only do they have a cafe. Yeah. Not only do they have hot dogs, which you buy with tokens. Ma. But when you get to the tills, there is also a whole shop for food items. They do. They do. Yep. They do. So 
In that, here comes another list. <laughs> Pastries, ready. desserts and cookies. Lovely. Snacks and on the go. I've got this directly from the website. Oh, I see. So I wasn't expecting it to read like that. Meat. <laughs> Meat. Uh, sauces, jam and condiments. Lovely. Side dishes and sauces. Beverages, vegetarian and plant-based. Bread and dairy, fish and seafood and Christmas food. Hang on, are sauces and condiments in different categories here? Yes, it's like a, it's like a pasta sauce. I see. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have doubts. Of what? <laughs> the separation of sauces and condiments. <laughs> I mean, you can take it up with head office if you want. I will. Well, when I write my letter to Mr. Ikea about what I've already forgotten, I was going to write a letter I've, to him I've actually about. already got you on dial. Oh, oh my God. Uh, oh, I hate that. Hello, oh. this is Steve, head office, Ikea. <laughs> we can't do any more while playing this hello, podcast. Hello, this is Steve. Sorry, I don't um, understand what you mean. Uh, sorry, uh, Mr. Ikea. Um, no, oh. my name's Steve. It's just Steve. Yeah. Uh, can I have uh, Mr. Ikea, please? Is he Is he there? Um. No. Because he's in Sweden. This is Steve. What do you? What can I help you with? Uh, I'm just really worried. I was looking at the the menu on the um. Oh, it doesn't matter. But you know, like on the menu on the website, like there's. Yeah. I'm a bit concerned. What? So how how can I help you? It's it's uh, the, well. I think the sauces should maybe live with the condiments. Right. So, condiments and sauces. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sorry. I, I I was reading a joke on my screen. Um, <laughs> I'm <even> Australian. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, sir. well, I've got mixed race parents, all right? Yeah. Have you got um, dual citizenship? Yeah, I mean, they're mixed race, but they're both white. Um, so, sources I'm are legally. To, can I, can sem- I speak to your manager? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll put him on. Thanks. Hello? This is managerial Steve. Um, other Steve, weak Steve, no, Australian Steve, I'm weak Steve. There was Australian yeah, so, Steve. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's a bit weak around the edges, he's, yeah. He is, he's like, a, he's like a watercolour tattoo that's aged a year. And yes. looks dog shit. Yeah, this is, this is strong Steve. This is uh, strong. I was a minor until last week, that's why beautiful, I've got this position. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, well, he, he laughed oh. at my issue. Oh, I'm really, I'm really sorry about that. Can you, I hope this has been recorded for training. Yes, it is. I'll be training him. You uh, you hear me <laughs> on the CrossFit? Yes. <laughs> You're gonna be whipping him hard. Yes. With the, do you know with the big ropes that they do? We uh, we deal with flagellation in this office. Oh, wonderful! Uh, have you got any um, job vacancies? Um, when you say that, not for people that want to be flagellated. Oh. Well, I'm gonna go now. Bye. Can I? Uh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, there's food. How, what did the yeah? What did the customer service representative? Oh, have to say? it wasn't very good. But I do have my Saturday night fully booked out now. Oh, good. Right. Well, I'm glad to hear. Chunky rope. Oh. I'm gonna date with some chunky rope. So most people will go to the shop at the end of it to get snacks. Mm. We often get some coffee. Um, Ground beans or instant beans. Beans. Oh, baby. Beans. Beans! <laughs> Sorry, that's great. The dill. <laughs> That'd be great. It's like spotty teenagers. Like just... Do you have any uh, beans? Uh, hello, good sir. Uh, I would like some food. Do you have any beans? <laughs> oh, beans! It's, it's actually almost always a foreign woman on the till for some reason it's always like an eastern european woman oh so she's that was before not, she started not, looking after peacocks yeah it's not the same woman oh, but um curses. we often get coffee like um 
some little frozen cannabula. Nice. Uh, meatballs. Sometimes some dime chocolate. Mm. Oh, dime is but nice. Something I noticed last time: frozen salmon. You can buy salmon in there. Oh, well, that, you can also, well, that feels very Scandinavian. But like in IKEA, are you oh. going, and it's like premium. It's like twenty quid. What? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's a strange brand. I, off, feel, isn't I it? don't feel surprised anymore with the curves and the twists and the turns mm. of the uh, of the IKEA they showroom. Also, they also sell a cookbook specifically for the salmon, so you can oh. buy their salmon. And it's like portioned they're into really a cookbook. They're really trying to fucking like push this salmon then, The salmon get, yeah. If they're making a cookbook for the salmon. Yeah, it's really strange. Oh. Um, I've mentioned before, my, my, my wife, she loves Ikea. That is the mm. ultimate day out. But the shop at the end, she's like, oh, they've got tea towels. And look, do you, do you want this coffee or this coffee? I'm like, I just want some of their coffee. I don't really care which coffee yeah. it is. And she's like, look. And she'll like wave something at me. And it's the Swedish sweet, which is Bila, which is like mm. little soft cars, which have yeah, gelatin yeah. in them. So neither of us can eat them because we're both vegetarian. <laughs> but she'll wave them at me. Trotters in it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Bila, great. Can, can we go? And then we'll we'll leave the shop and then she'll join the queue for a hot dog and ice cream. And it's like, do you want one? It's like, I just want to go home. Like, I need a piss. I just want to go home. Oh. Like, we're in Gateshead. It's going to be like an hour's drive home. I just want to go home. And what I have decided, in conclusion, not that we're concluding, but in conclusion already. The conclusion to my statement. Is that I need to go on a day out to Ikea with your wife. She would love that. Yeah. Get the train together. I think it's... Oh my God, it's such a long train journey to Newcastle. I went it's, on Wednesday. It's my favourite train journey though. Isn't it just a slice of Northern life? There's like a <laughs> mum like disciplining her child who's now crying. There's like an alcoholic in the corner. Mm, there's mm, like the couple on a first date. Mm, and then there's like the guy who's like on a really important business meeting mm, on the train. I didn't realise it was going to take an hour and a half. Yeah, but it's nice scenery. It's lovely. No, it really was nice. Um, I I, we did some drawing, so that was nice. But one one Christmas, my sister bought me the book uh, *Descent of Man* by Grayson mm. Perry, and the train journey to and from Newcastle yeah, yeah. is part of the reason why I finished it. I had like three hours of reading, oh. so I was like, "Oh, brilliant!" and just burnt through this book. I'd have been sick as a dog, sick as a dog. Oh, I've only recently been able to do that. I also get travel sick, but for some reason, I've recently been able to read on trains. Oh, yeah, you have to tell me your know. secrets when you realise them. My secrets. Tell me your secrets. So, uh. we've spoken about how much of a valid customer my oh. wife is. Oh, <laughs> but oh. Katie's just seen okay. something. Okay, okay. To context, my uh, jubilant noises is as we were preparing, we were just you know sitting down, and Vinny was like, "Oh, have you heard of the IKEA monkey?" I'm sorry, I'm stealing mm. the head title here. I was like, "No, what the fuck's the head the IKEA monkey?" And Vinny's just scrolled down on his notes, and I have spotted said. Ikea monkey. And do you know the meme? I adore. <laughs> I didn't realise there was a deep connection to Ikea. I thought it was just cool monkey. So. This is one of my favourite monkeys of all time. Ikea prides itself on being for everyone. Mm. Um, they do Democratic Design Day, which is in collaboration with Piadad. Um, and it's a way that they try and broach the design of furniture and items, including other people outside of the business. Oh, nice. Um, they try and make it super inclusive. If you look at any of their advertising, it's race, gender, and sexual inclusive. What about disability and ability, darling? I don't know, in all honesty. No, I don't. Perhaps, I'm just, I'm perhaps gonna, they are. <laughs> when I phone them I would, up. I would suggest that if you walk through their showroom, it is actually probably quite disabled access. I'd say there's usually enough room to navigate. Yeah, well, they've got those big escalators that you mm -hmm. put your trolleys on so you could... The travelator. The travelator. Um... And they even make it suitable for toddlers because they've changed their Malm drawer mm. 
drawer drawers because they um, crushed two toddlers to death. No. Yeah. They, no, what? So they had these drawers oh, that no. um, were unstable because people would put heavy things in the top drawer. Oh. And when the top drawer was fully well, out... Well, that's just stupid people. Well, they've redesigned it so the top drawer doesn't go as far out as the bottom drawer. Oh, well, that's clever, though. So the weight distribution is different. But you could put the same amount of weight in the top drawer as you could the bottom, mm. thus meaning it fell on two children and killed them. Lord above. Yeah, but... They're even so inclusive oh. that in 2000 and... I was going to say, what time was this? This this was recently. Uh, this was in the Twitter era because the photo is low quality, but I don't know exactly the date. Mm. In Toronto, a monkey called Darwin <laughs> strolled into the Ikea lobby <laughs> sporting a fetching sheepskin coat. But like, it's like way too big for him. Yeah. He looks so cosy. He, but he also, he looks like a cockney businessman. He does. He but looks he like he's so going to try and make a deal on some hot dogs. He's at the fish market. Yeah, definitely. That's how, we, how they got the salmon gig. Um, so many people were confused why there was a monkey in a fetching coat walking <laughs> around Ikea. Yeah. And people had tweeted it and put hashtag Ikea monkey. Mm. Um, Darwin was picked up by the police and oh. his his owners came and found him. He was eight months old. Oh. And it's suspected that they went in, they went into Ikea and left him in the car. <coughs> as, as you do with a small monkey. Yeah. And the monkey was intelligent enough to let himself out of the car and went into Ikea looking for them. <laughs> Like, he looks like, do you know, like, like your parents forget to pick you up after, like, football practice. Yeah, he's, like, staring through the window wistfully, isn't he? <laughs> he's so wistful. He's and it so became wistful. such a meme it that really this monkey did. just decided to just have a browse around uh, <laughs> Ikea. I never knew it was Ikea. I always just saw him as, like, wistful human monkey child <laughs> thing. Nope, that is, that is Darwin the monkey in Beautiful. Toronto, Ikea. I love him. Oh, so snuggly. Right, I'm going to turn the screen away from you now. Because before we go to the audio section, I want to play Guess That Product. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Is, this, is this listener? The, listener what? Um, oh, like, can you play along? Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, <laughs> Those are the words I was grasping get, for. Get your paper and your pens and we will get something together. Um, and I will give you the answers at the end so that oh. we're not spoiling it. Yes. Shall so, I do the same? Uh, yes. Have you got anything to write on? Have you I'll, got I'll do my notes on my phone. Okay. Uh, Tell me when you're ready, Katie Locke. I was born ready for this, baby. All right. First product. I'm going to purposely mispronounce these, by the way. Okay. Some of them will have umlauts and things like that, but I'm going to purposely mispronounce them so they make sense in our language. Right, okay. You're just going to say them plain. First one, four slag. Four slag. Um, okay. What product would you say is four slag? Oh, um, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know whether to play it funny or serious. I would say a mixture. Sniggler. Oh, Sniggler. Uh, uh, this is good podcasting, this Yeah, it? lots of erms. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah. I can give you a hint on any of these if you need. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm there. Uplever. Uplever. That one rings a bell. An uplever. Mm. I feel like I might be familiar you might, with You might have an uplever. I'm definitely familiar with the Sniggler. Oh. Oh. Uh, uplever, though. Uplever... Um. Uh, hey. You ready for the next oh, one? Yes. Groggy. 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 Um. Uh. Struggling with that. I got it. Yeah. And sensual. 
Sensual. It's actually sensual. Sens- but sensual. it almost reads sensual. Uh, okay, yeah. I got it. Sweet. Right. Right. I Give me your answer two. for the first one, which was four slag. Salad forks. It's a three-piece knife set. I'm close. Yeah, you weren't far off. What, it's utensils. What, what was you thinking? Um, what's it called again? Four slag. Four slag. I was thinking... Uh, forceps then I was thinking those things that you do on the barbecue that you snap you weren't thinking of to, you know targeted items for slags no 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 okay. I was thinking what those pincy ones when you unlock them and you have to pinch tongs. them tongs just to check you. they still work uh, and then I thought mm, four slags salad mm-hmm. forks there you go sniggler Sniggler, that's something that puts on your socks. So, you know, like old people have Oh, yeah, like a that, shoehorn. Uh, but it's for socks. It is the baby cot that my child sleeps in. It. Ah, so again, for very decrepit humans. Yes. So, you, you were halfway there. Useless humans. Yes. Uh, <laughs> up lever. Up lever, buttons on a pillowcase. It's just a little baggie of pillowcase mm. buttons. It is a fixed mounting bracket for a television. Oh, I don't have an upleaver. Nope. Groggy? Groggy, uh, that's a cup gyroscope. Wow. Um, For when you're on a ship. No, it's a stainless steel tray. Oh. And last of all, sensual. Moustache protector. Like a dental dam, but for the facial hair. Okay. Um, No, it's a stainless steel four-piece cookware set. Lovely. Mm. I got a cast steel pan. Ooh. Uh, when cast steel, it's not cast iron. It's like a carbon steel. Thing. Wow! It's like it acts the well, same. Well, steel, as... steel is carbon and iron, right? That's uh, the alloy. I don't know. Uh, it's like a cast iron pan. You treat it the same. Yeah, but it's like metal instead of like the thick, heavy iron. It's like much lighter. Right. It's very good. Cool. But you can't do tomatoes in it because they'll just burn to it. Mm, acidic. Ah, okay. But there you go. So um, it's not stainless steel then. That makes sense. No, it's not. It's it's some I don't know, but it's it's a good pan. Well, brilliant guesses, uh, Thank listeners you. at home. I hope you did just as well. And if you got all of those correct, I will personally come round to your house and I will help uh, chisel off any bunions yep. and or skin tags. Wow. That, that is a very worthwhile offer. I, I will do that. Katie is a completely untrained professional. My only stipulation is you stipple me with a very soft badger bush watercolour brush Yes. while I do that. Right. As a comfort. Yes, makes perfect sense. Makes Stress, perfect sense. Stressful job. I love I love a soft uh, paintbrush. We've got one at work and I call it Mr Bushy. Right. And if are you, in an, you, are you in an intimate relationship with Mr Bushy? I wish, I wish, but he's only got eyes for ink. Mm. Uh, did I tell you the time somebody used it for PVA glue? Oh, they didn't. A Japanese handmade badger bristle ink brush, like super wide, super yeah, flat. tapered at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone used it for PVA? Used, used it for PVA glue. How did you get the PVA out? A long, hard picking. And it wasn't, you know, if it was just one of our participants, fine. It was, you know, uh, a support worker. Oh. Oh. I never forgave him. Debs. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to name you and shame you because I know you've been listening. Debs. Fucking Debs. I don't like anyone that's name ends with an S. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we can decide the final snap. (laughs) Well, I've got to say goodbye to my son then. (laughs) There you go. Well, you made the bloody rule, pal. I know. 
I was I was post I was quite hasty with my uh, oh, decision. Oh, it's been been made. So, I want to take you to the oddities section, where the oddities are sectioned and the sections are oddities. Why don't you please let me home? Yeah. So, I want to talk to you about Fracta. Fracta? What? The font? No. Fracta, the eponymous blue Ikea bag. Oh, baby. Transform that into a rain hat. Transform yep. that into Balenciaga style. So, this bag is potentially more famous than the shop itself. Yeah, I think it's... It is utilitarian. Oh. It is, everyone has one. Oh. And almost everybody does their laundry with one. Mm. Would you would you say that's true? Do you do your laundry with an Ikea bag? No. Oh, we do. We definitely do. I do mine. Um, when we went to... Where was it? It was... I was in London and we got free G.H. Smith paper samples yeah. in a G.H. Smith tote bag. Nice. That's black with coloured squares on. From I, new designers. No, it was when uh, Madeline got the thingy oh, of It's Nice That. And yeah. we went to that opening shindig and there was loads of free gifts. I was only there for a short while, but it was cool. I felt interesting. Oh, did you not get your tote bag? No, I, I guided Meg to it and then left. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I remember that. Um, yeah. I d- I'm only one person. I don't get through that much laundry. I still have the It's Night Ma- Nice magazine I picked up from there above your head up there. Oh, Which is cute. Nice. Uh, nice printed that. pages. Yeah, well, I look at mine every day because... Oh, my God. Uh, You're just so cool. I win. Uh, sorry. Because uh, I've got my G.H. Well, Smith sample bag. Well, this... Sorry, that was such this a This bag has been just... It's a postmodern piece of brilliance. Oh. Um, it, if you go on Etsy, it's turned into bucket hats. It's turned into satchel bags. It's turned mm. into wallets. It is just reworked into everything. It was potentially copied by Balenciaga for one of their potentially. High bags. I would say hard yes and hard. Do you remember our mate and our friend and yours, Virgil Abloh? Do you remember we were talking about him on the Margaret Calvert episode? Where are we now? Yes. That was only last we were think, week. We were thinking perhaps he um, ripped off oh, the Glasgow airport. Him. Him. Logo. Him. Him. Visionary black fashion designer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he did a collaboration with Ikea. Oh, naughty boy. And he, as part of his Markarad collaboration, mm-hmm. um, created a high fashion version of the bag, oh. which is rendered in a camel canvas that looks like leather that has the word sculpture in in commas not commas oh. in um quotations, quotations. Uh, and it's to the exact same specification as the fracta bag ah. as a comment on the high fashion nature of it <laughs> oh but you twist that you twist that on this head very sought after kind of cool <clears throat> but in the same vein i don't think it's that interesting i wouldn't have personally sought after it but if i was in ikea and it was there for yeah. a couple of quid i'd be like oh cool I'd, that. i think i'd rather have the original blue bag to be honest i'd have both i mean the blue <laughs> bag is so utilitarian that i've seen it be turned into a waterproof chalk bag for the somewhat niche branch of climbing that is deep water soloing i love it yeah. I love it. Do you know what I want? I want the yellow bag that you have to return. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what I want. I wonder how many people have got... We've got Rebellious. Like, we've got like a, an LGBT one, which is like rainbows. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, I'd, I'd quite like one of the yellow ones. Yeah. that would like, And people go, whoa, look at that badass over there. He's got yellow. 
I my my wife, uh, she comes into this a lot, doesn't she? I realise how much I, I say think, it. Did she like say you were like make were you sure to mention about, me in the podcast? Were you walking about going? Oh, I don't know what to do for the subject matter for this podcast, and she was like, oh, "Why don't you do Aki? <laughs> Why don't you do, do me? <laughs> Just do me as a human." Um, her family had uh, Neto baskets oh. that they had stolen from Neto oh, and used they for their laundry. <laughs> they were Neto branded baskets, like like the hard plastic. Yeah. I wish I wish I'd kept Do you know, them. Off that them. would work really well as they, they a laundry were, basket. They were great laundry baskets. That would work so well as a. I, oh, I'm going to go down. Can to we the talk about house. how good the Neto logo was? Oh, the, the little, little Scotty, Scotty dog. dog. Yeah. Yes, hard. Yes, uh, I, that gives me major nostalgia because my grandma shopped at Neto. I remember being worried that someone might bully me because my mum shopped at Neto. Oh my god, that was well. As long as your mum didn't work at Neto, because that was such a big diss. That was a big diss. Your wasn't fucking mum works at Neto. And it's like, mate, at least my mum's got a job. But then, like, I, you know, in the social hierarchy of things, maybe being on the dole is better than working at Neto. Yeah, well, I, yeah. N-E-T-T-O, Neto is the place to go. N-E-T-T-O, N-E-T-T-O, N-E-T-T-O. Boyo, that was my favourite shop I think that's like... <laughs> you can't just transition out of that weird track as if it didn't happen. <laughs> that's the B-side. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the experimental when we took acid mm. um, period. And went back to the past to shop at Neto. Now, I've told you that the Fractor bag is great for customising, yeah. great for reworking, and it's yeah. even high fashion. But... But, oh no. But... Oh no. What about for carrying human remains? Oh, probably really good. Yeah. Really, really good for carrying human remains, I bet. Yeah, exactly. Ah, so in 2014, a Swedish woman discovered how good they are at carrying human remains. You make it sound like back. Oh, go mm, on. Yeah. Oh. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna struggle through some more words I thought this was gonna be the, the, this, the fun podcast, Vinny. It is fun. It's this is just the scary. This is why it's the oddity. Mm. In Klackenberger, <laughs> in laugh. the Church of Klackenberger. That's that's what I'm gonna call my fanny. <laughs> Klackenberger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no no no! <laughs> oh, the the Klackenberger Church was using IKEA bags to store to store the remains, uh, rotted remains and bones oh. of roughly eighty people. Eighty people. And a Swedish woman pulled up the floorboards on a renovation project oh, to discover Lord. the bones filled f- bone filled bags. Underneath the floor of the oh church. Oh my god, in a church of all places. She, she's quoted saying that it made her very angry, and some people of the parish knew that the bones had been there since at least 2009. The the, the bones had been dug out of a churchyard in preparation to be moved to another, oh. but in the, um, the bureaucracy of moving bodies from one place to another, mm. they had been stored in IKEA bags under the church floor. <laughs> <laughs> and when um, when Did she you? asked why this was the case, um, another member of the parish said, it's not standard practice, <laughs> definitely not for archaeologists, <laughs> but the IKEA bags aren't actually that bad. They're great for stopping the moulding process, but it can't be too good to have them in a basement for too long. I bet they're really sturdy and they're not drip so, drippy, are so they? So they're, they're, they're made of a waterproof material. Mm-hmm. Um, Tick. But... Just the idea that, like, is that not the most Swedish thing ever? <laughs> that 
the remains of, of past Swedes <laughs> were to be transferred into another graveyard by Ikea bags. I would rather an Ikea bag than like a, a Primark bag that's going to fall apart with the slightest bit of moisture. A, a paper Primark bag, oh, yeah. Fall yeah. out the bottom with like a cheap pink thong. And <laughs> that you got for 50p. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No, but that is a surreal discovery. Yeah. The you... contrast of bones with... Um, 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 bag. So they're even good for storing and transporting human remains. What will IKEA do next? Do you think though? I bet this is all, this is like such a well-trodden joke. But IKEA coffins, they must do. Mm. Yeah, maybe like you construct it yourself and you mm. keep it in your living room. And when you feel a bit of a, uh, uh, you're like, oh, well, best just uh. go for a lie. I lie down, <laughs> and then you realise you've missed an Allen key section, and uh. the side falls out. Shocking, but and it's your too late. Moldy, uh, inflated remains billows out. <laughs> it's too late. You explode out onto the sofa. There is a shelf. I saw this on on the Reddit um, of a shelving unit that does transform into a coffin. It looks like a normal shelving unit, right? But then, like when you're dead and dead and buried, it turns into a coffin. Oh, I thought it would happen like like you die. The shelving unit recognizes you're dead <laughs> and quickly covers you up in a coffin. Scanning human. Human is dead. Transform! Smart shelving unit. If you weren't aware, listeners, that is um, the very accurate sounds of a shelving unit <laughs> yep. encasing a dead human. It is. There was even dry ice as the lid shut. Ooh. Do you know, like a, like a stage effect? Well, I mean... drama. Uh, there's a famous designer called Enzo Muri, Maori, mm. um, who showed people how to make their own furniture from simple cuts of wood. And in that book that he created, mm. there was jo- he jokingly included a coffin. Nice, nice. So we... people have made flat pack coffins in the past. They, you teach a man to fish, and he will eat fish fingers. But you teach a man to make a coffin, he will never pay high funeral costs. <laughs> Confucius says. What on earth are you talking about? <laughs> Can that be the subtitle for this podcast? <laughs> what? Teach a man to fish and eat fish no, fingers? No, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> what on earth <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> well, if I look over to our timer... Oh my God, it's a bumper we episode. Have, we've been recording a bit here. This is a bumper episode. So I would just like to say that we're at the end of the podcast here. I've oh, got no oh, I don't further, like goodbyes. I've got no further information. But oh, we've done two seasons now. This is the last episode oh, of the second season. And with, with a Halloween and a Christmas special. Well, we've I've checked it out. When this releases, there'll be 23 episodes in total. Is that including the pilot? Inclusive of pilot and a wow. Halloween and Christmas special. Oh, yes, of course. Two tens and yeah. three specials. That I, I'm really impressed with myself. Yeah. That done that. So season three, we'll be looking to change things up a little bit. Keeping the yeah, same format. Let's but keep perhaps, evolving. But... Um, maybe try and grow the podcast. Maybe we'll try and, I don't know, distribute it wider. We'll have to have a a thought shower. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I'm really confused what I listen to, but I'd love to sponsor that. You just need to get in touch. (laughs) Touch me, babe. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, we will pay you in love, kindness and shout outs. Well, it's worth saying thank you very much to the Carlisle Brewing Company. Who have sponsored part of this season, along with the Beer Hall. Oh, where they provided my favourite beer, Das is Techno Sex. Das is Techno Sex. Das is Techno Sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, das is Techno Sex. 
Oh, show me pop-ons in Kraftwerk and have oh, techno sex. The tangerine orange. Tangerine dream, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at the window. It's the Tour de France. We've lost all our sponsorship Oh, deals. no. There were like six Germans ready to go, ready to sponsor us. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Germans. I think we lost them with the final snap. No, I love Germans, really. We spoke about Bauhaus. We did. We did. That, that validates everything. I... I mean, before we go, but I was on holiday in Germany the year that England beat Germany 6-0 in the Euros. Oh, flipping Tucker. So wearing an England shirt on a German campsite was a risky move, but I did it. I was, you did it? I was brave. I went down a water slide. Oh, Billy, it. big balls. I'm surprised I didn't put I was brave razor enough, blades. I was brave enough to wear the T-shirt, but I wasn't brave enough to not have self-confidence issues. So I wore, <laughs> I wore the, the T-shirt into the water park. Well, I was, was it a football shirt? Because mm-hmm. I, I think football shirts are probably the least flattering... Yeah, they're not good, men's are they? physiques. And, and they're white as well, so you can see the full nipple through it. Oh, I just think the the fabric is... Yeah. It's not Unless suited. you're very muscular. It, Unless it looks, you are professional It looks great footballer. if everything hangs off your pecs. But if, <laughs> if, it, if it hangs off your tits and then flows to the belly, it's terrible. It's, it's not designed for normal men. It's weird seeing an overman, overweight man wearing a sports top to not do any sport. Well, I mean, most sports wear... I mean, I own a pair of joggers. Wow. For, <laughs> for sitting about. What, what, what a branch out into the world that must have been for you. It was. It was. It was quite exciting. I got them from Matalan. Wowzers. I know. The, the emporium of high quality sports. Should we end like 23 episodes of podcast with that really thrilling with... story that I bought a pair of joggers from Matalan? That is it. Let's end it right now. Right. Okay. Um, we'll see you in the next one, I guess. Yeah. Love you. Um, Bye. Bye. I said bye like I do on the phone. Yeah.